0: not ashamed of anything I'm doing sexually. That's what podcast about it. I'm more than happy to talk about it. I love talking about it. The only thing that I would say throws a little bit of shame in there is that I'm not out of the closet with it. I'm not willing to I do all this anonymously. That's really one of the things that I've learned the most is just about how much focusing on my sex life has just taught me about me Mm -hmm. being open and just to stay open and curious and have fun it's done a lot more than just good great amazing sex the length for me you know women are only so deep so i mean there's a misconception there women are only so deep but the girth part is where it's at because totally that's just that stretching and that feeling and that sensation those are different kinds of orgasms that i'm having And I'm squirting more with a bigger dick. Mm Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Happy Tuesday. So excited to be here with you guys today. How's everybody doing out there? It's uh, not quite hump day, but we're zeroing in on it. Listen, guys, I've got to tell you, I am so excited. I cannot wait for this coming Saturday. It's my release of my episode with Maitland Ward. I was... starstruck, literally. I mean, I think I have a girl crush and it was just so fun to sit and talk to her. There is no shortage of questions. There's no amount of time. Like, I would just need to be her new best friend for about a week just to figure out every little thing about her. She's so fascinating and I was so lucky to have her on the show. So you definitely want to make sure you check that out this coming Saturday. All right. Well, speaking of great fun, hot, sexy women. this episode is going to be about my visits to other podcasters and not just other podcasters, the women of sex podcasting. And we're kind of an interesting breed. And I always have so much fun when I get together with another female sex positive podcaster. The conversations are great. I love it because I feel like it's girl talk and we just sit there and just get it out and giggle and And talk about this stuff. And I, it's. It's bonding. You know, I feel like I'm sitting down with my girlfriends and we're just shooting the shit and talking about sex. And I can't think of, you know, a whole lot that I'd rather do. I mean, that's so much fun for me. And today I've got some outtakes from each of the three different podcasts I was featured on. The first one is YO Lee and her podcast is called Sex Stories. Great podcast, guys. She has a ton of people that come on there and that love to, you know, like me, share their... Their story and from all different walks of life, just all different kinds of things going on. In this little segment, we're talking about my shame-o-meter. She starts every episode asking her guests what their level of shame is around their sexuality. I was happy to report that mine is low, but I don't want to give it away here for this little segment. We're talking about all kinds of fun, sexy stuff. We're talking about my shame-o-meter, staying anonymous, and well... I don't want to give it all away. So here it is. But I do hope you will listen to the full episode when you're done. This is from her episode 175. And here it is. Wyo Lee sex stories.
1: My first question is, if you had to rate yourself today right now on a shame meter of sexuality, with 10 being the most full of shame and one being, I don't know what shame is, where do you fall in this moment?
0: Probably a two.
1: Okay. Why do you say two?
0: really the only reason that I would give it a two is because I'm not ashamed of anything I'm doing sexually. That's what you know, I podcast about it. I'm more than happy to talk about it. I love talking about it. The only thing that I would say throws a little bit of shame in there is that I'm not out of the closet with it. I'm not willing to, you know, I do all this anonymously.
1: Mm. So
0: I'm not willing to just say, yeah, this is who I am. This is who I really am. But yeah, I've been keeping that a secret. And for years, I kind of am on the fence. I go back and forth. Like, I should just come out of the closet. No, stay in the closet. Come out of the closet, stay in the closet. Is it hard to live that double life? I mean, it really doesn't feel like it. It's just something that I just don't mention okay. to certain people. So, you know, it's all me right? It just feels like something I don't mention. So that's amazing. You're like a real life spy, kind of. (laughs) Kind of. I mean, it is a little bit like a double life, but I don't feel it in the sense like, oh, I'm keeping this big secret and it's like eating me alive. No, it's just the shame part, I think, you know, comes into play where I'm such an advocate of people being forthcoming with their partners and open with talking about sex. And I am all those things, except When it comes to saying to the world, you know, this is my real identity. This is who I am. Yeah. Deal with it.
1: (laughs) That's so funny. I almost have the inverse experience of it's so easy for me to talk about it with anyone. And because of the shame experiences that I've had or just, the you know, the kind of crinkly bits with other people, it's harder for me with the person that's right in front of me that I want to fuck. Can you give us a little overview of what your sex life is like right now? We're going to get into details, but just give us the flavor. Right
0: now, I have one pretty consistent partner and a few nibbling around the edges. For me, I like to say that I think a girl needs what I call a pair and a spare. I think it's really good for you to have three lovers if you're female
1: because that's the magic number. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Three is one of my luckiest numbers. So 69, but obviously three is the root of that. And that's just amazing. That's right. It's the root. A pair and a spare. I love that. Okay. <laughs> and now, can you just tell us what does sexy mean to you? What is sexy in your personal definition?
0: Mm, it's a feeling, you know. It's how you carry yourself through the world. It's something that you emote. I feel like it comes from the inside out. There's magic sprinkled in there, you know. I don't know, like how to really fully describe it, other than it's just as a woman, I feel like it's a bit of a birthright and. I have this motto on my show where I say, women, you are not allowed to waste the pretty. Do not waste the pretty. And if you're not wasting your pretty, then, you know, then your sexiness is just, it's exuding.
1: Mm, yeah. What does wasting pretty mean? Like, how do I make sure I'm not wasting mine? <laughs>
0: that means you don't let anybody shroud you in shame. Okay. That means you're not disconnected from, your sexiness Mm. and the parts of you that are female Mm. and that make you beautiful and that you're accepting those things and you know, you basically carry them with you like a badge of honor and we all will waste our pretty at some point or another because sometimes we need to withdraw and we need to pull back and we need to kind of regroup and then we can come back out full force. Yeah. And that's understandable. But I, you know, spent years wasting the pretty and that's not acceptable. Mm. So
1: that that was the whole genesis of my podcast and my story. I'm so excited. Okay. Before we get into those details, can you give us a lesson in consent? Did you ever learn about it growing up? And have you had one experience of an explicit yes in your lifetime that has been so yummy? You want to shout it from the rooftops? Oh, I have several of those.
0: (laughs) I I have more than I can count. I will say just an explicit yes to putting my trust in another human being to take me to a sexual level that only he could
1: take me to. Mm.
0: That's probably my best example of an explicit
1: yes. Before you were kinky, did you ever like was consent on your radar at all? Gosh, not really. Okay, Isn't
0: that interesting? That's a good question. Yeah, no. I mean, because I'm very type A and I'm very strong and I never felt that any, I can't really think of a time where somebody put me in a position where I, you know, did something that, that well, ended up being forced. You know, I can look back on instances during this process, during my whole Curious Girl Diaries escapades, you know, and point to a few moments where I was like, I shouldn't have done that. And that was a really valuable lesson because it could have gone way worse. It didn't. There was a message there for me and I, I'm not going to let it go to waste. I'm definitely zeroing in on that and making sure that I talk about it. And I even podcasted an episode about it, podcasted about it because I definitely broke. I have some rules that I use. Yeah. I call them the rules of engagement, you know, and these are my rules. And as long as I maintain those things go well. And if I bend on those, they don't. And the time that I bent on it was like, just a really good reminder to myself, this is why you do things the way you do them. Mm. Yeah, there's a reason.
1: Okay, last intro question, the name of safety. How do you handle safer sex conversations with new partners? And what does your ideal one look like?
0: you know, since I have this conversation all the time, it just feels very natural and normal. And because, you know, my business life, my business mind is always like to assume that things are going to go well and this is how they're going to go. My language with a partner represents that too. So, you know, I would just be saying, okay, so, you know, obviously, you know, we're going to be doing this and I've already disclosed that, you know, I have different partners and we're not being exclusive right now. So, you know, let's talk about our history and would you feel comfortable getting tested? And of course, we'll be using protection. And as we move along and, you know, it's okay if things change. We want to talk about maybe negotiating not using a condom and what that would mean. And, you know, and, and I just open up the conversation for the dialogue and let the other person fill in the blanks.
1: Beautiful. Now, take us back to your early years. When do you first remember hearing about sex? And then how did that kind of evolve?
0: So my mom was way more wanting to talk about sex with me than I was ever wanting to talk about <laughs> sex with Okay. My mom did completely the opposite of what she had with my grandmother. My grandmother, you know, my mom first got her period, just handed her a book, you know, it was like, here you go, sweetheart, like figure this out. And so my mom was bound and determined that, you know, no daughter of hers was going to have that experience. So it, it was constantly talked about. And I just remember the one night I was in third grade and I thought we were going to go to Taco Bell and my mom was like, well, I want to have a sit down. I want to have a conversation and I'm hungry, you know, so I'm like, okay, gosh, I hope this isn't going to take very long. And so she was under the impression that when I had passed by her room in the middle of the night, you know, in a dead sleep to go use the restroom, she thought that I had heard her and my dad have sex. But I had not because I can practically sleepwalk. So she hits me with, well, you know, she wants to have the birds and the bees conversation. She's telling me, you know, when a man and a woman love each other and, you know, and the penis and the vagina. And, and I'm just like, I mean, I am sitting there mortified and I'm like, OK, you know, can we get a Taco Bell now? I mean, I just want and she likes to elaborate and elaborate and elaborate. And I, I just remember it being a very awkward moment for me. Eventually she got off of it. We ended up going to Taco Bell, but I was so like, what did I just hear? You know, like, what did she just lay on me? But moving forward, I appreciated that because every time it was appropriate and there was something to talk about, whether it was blowjobs or, you know, my mom, when I got my first boyfriend, I remember we were walking, going for a walk in Lake Tahoe. And she says, is he doing anything for you? And I said, what? She said, are you having an orgasm? Is he interested in helping you have an orgasm too? And I was like, uh, no, I don't know. You know Uh, I mean? I was 17 at the time. (laughs) Wow. Of course I knew what an orgasm was because I'd masturbated and I knew that I wasn't having one with my first time boyfriend. He didn't know. He did not know what to do. Yeah. And so, and my mom just said, well, I'm going to tell you a little something that, you know, sometimes it's okay if they're young and they don't know, but as you grow up and you get older, If you come across a man who's selfish, get rid of him because he'll always
1: be selfish. (laughs) I love your mom.
0: That's what she told me. And I was like, okay, And that stuck. And moving forward from that point, you know, kind of early teens into my 20s, I started having better sex. I guess I was I was taking her advice. I avoided the guys that were selfish, you know, if you want to call them that, or maybe they were inexperienced at that age. I shouldn't, maybe it's not fair to call them selfish, but I gravitated towards the guys that knew what they were doing and that wanted to satisfy me and expected that my pleasure was a priority too. Yeah. And so through that, I found some of the best oral sex givers of my life, guys that you knew you had to break up and move on from, but you did not want to let that guy go because <laughs> he was so- so good at that age, you know, you were at 21, you were convinced you would never find another guy that ate your pussy the way he did.
2: (laughs) Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show.
0: All right, guys, make sure that you definitely go and check that out. You can find Wyo Lee's Sex Stories on just about the same... All of these podcasts we're covering today, all of these guesting uh, opportunities I had, these are all with uh, very popular, uh, well-known podcasts and hosts. So you will have no problem finding Wyo on either Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts guaranteed, she will be there. And that, like I said, was episode 175. Now let's jump into another newfound friend. I mean, here's the other fun part is like all these these ladies, I feel like we're friends now. It's really fun, you know, just to keep in touch. Some of them, you know, we just text each other like, hey, what's going on? We support each other. And it's it's just so much fun. But Dr. Tara is so much fun. She is, I think she's kind of like the next Dr. Ruth. I gotta be honest with you. She's just bubbly, full of energy, loves sex. She's hosts, it's Dr. Tara, and she hosts Love Bites Podcast and she had me on we cover my shame around the dreaded threesome that like anchor around my neck that i can't get past but here's the interesting thing i this portion i love this segment of her show i loved because she asked me she got me talking about threesomes and i quite frankly i love the way i described the threesomes because this is this is detailed i mean i could write a novella <laughs> About what I've already imagined and envisioned at this point. So I'm pretty specific. I know exactly what I want. And I think it's kind of hot to hear myself describing it. And also, we're going over, you know, that my sex bucket list and what I did and what I didn't do. And we're also focusing on the sex transformations in my life and how just the evolution of all this has gone, but it's she does a great job' it's a, I love this episode. This is her episode number thirty eight on the love bites podcast
3: so that first list is done
0: huh
3: oh it was long oh, yeah, yeah. was was done a long time ago like check check check, check.
0: Well, okay. I have to be honest. There's, there's one thing that's eluded me. All my listeners know this. It's like, it's like the curse hanging over my head, my sexual curse. And what is it? It's the mountain I can't get over, which is you're going to, you're going to think it's really odd based on every, I mean, cause I've done some crazy stuff. Um, I can't, I, I ha, still have not had a threesome. Wow. I know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just you gotta, gotta make it. that happen. Oh. I uh, am <laughs> girl, I will. I am so yes. Yes. I want the male, female, male, and I want, you know, I want female, female, male. I want both. All the ways, right? Yes. All, All ways. the ways. Huh. But you have to check these things off your list. You know, it's part of your sex Sunday. <laughs> With the t- with the cherry on top, this this, this threesome is <laughs> going to be the cherry on top. Yeah, I love sex Sunday.
3: Late, like uh, talk talk about being a lady in the streets and freaking the sheets,
0: <laughs> right?
3: Yeah, yes. like let me let me go to church and then come home and have a sex Sunday.
0: Like <laughs> totally, I'm telling you, I've almost had my butt plug fall out in church while I was up to get you know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I was like, Oh my God, I was clenching down. I was walking up to get communion. I'm like, if this thing falls out, I'm just, I'm sorry, but I'm going to kick it to the side under a pew. And I'm just going to flat out deny it. Walk away. Like I did not even see that. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I just got forgiven of my sins. It's I'm I'm immediately going to one right away. You're clean, baby girl. You're clean. You're forgiven. Yeah, yeah.
3: wow so okay since you haven't done uh, a threesome yet and it's on your original list uh what are some of your criteria? like what do you what do you desire uh in this
0: in this threesome okay i'm just oh i i can tell you and how much detail do you want
3: (laughs) (laughs) as much detail like are, are they are you more flexible like whatever girl whatever guy or are you more like oh here's my vision
0: Yes. No, here's my vision. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that business it. woman is
3: still in there. <laughs>
0: yes. Oh, yes. Here's how We're going to do it. <laughs> this okay. Is exa- this is exactly how I want it. Um, okay. First of all, I want the attention to be completely about me. I want to be the star of the show. And the first time I do it with another woman, I, so I, I don't consider myself bisexual. I don't know if you want to say bicurious, curious, however you want to term it. Heteroflexible. I, heteroflexible. That's another great term. I don't want to go down on her the first time because, you know, I just don't know that that's going to be in my wheelhouse or I'm going to be comfortable with it. So I just, I really want, you know, I want, um, you know, a lot of the attention on me. It's about me. Yeah. <laughs> of course, uh, you know, and her too, you know, and, and we have to negotiate, you know, make sure she's going to be satisfied too. And, um, But I really kind of want to be, you know, like have my first time, just be like, yeah, fireworks and, you know, crazy. Um, um, I also uh, have all these different now. uh, There's a there's like a phase two of this that gets (laughs) a little more out there where I mean, and I can get very much down to the detail. I mean, I know, the positions I want to be in, I know what I want being done to me and what I'm doing to him and, and I'm. I guess I'm very defined with it. Like I have some ideas, like we're going to have to check off some of these maneuvers while it's happening, while it's in play. And then um, when I switch over to the, you know, I mean, two guys on me at once, I mean, oh my gosh, who would not want that? Um, <laughs> oh, that to me is so, so fucking hot because mm-hmm. you know, just all that. I mean, I, I love men. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I'm so sad it has to end. Are you craving more content with me? Don't worry, I've got you covered. Go even deeper with me on my private podcast. You get four additional episodes a month published every Friday, revealing outtakes from my super private personal audio journal, things said after the show, but when I'm still recording, the inside scoop on who's been naughty and who's been naughtier, bombshells I've kept to myself this whole entire time, things I can only talk about with a more intimate group of listeners and additional surprise bonus content. So hot, it makes even me blush. So when you finish this episode and you're still craving more, please allow me to satiate you. Just head over to thecuriousgirldiaries.com and click on exclusive or click on the link in the show notes. All right, on with the show. Yeah. And just all that masculine male attention and energy on you and and, and your pleasure and everybody just see, I feel like I could probably be more animalistic in that mode and, you know, and just really let loose, which I really love to do. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, and that's why I want to have both, you know, uh, I, I just hear there's different, different things that sound enticing about a woman, the softness and, um, the sensuality and, you know, all that stuff. And who knows, I mean, from what I've done in the past and what I've learned is, there's many times where I think I'm going to be more inclined one way or I'm pretty sure. And then Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm surprised, you know, and that's really one of the things that I've learned the most is just about how much focusing on my sex life has just taught me about me Mm -hmm. and being open Mm -hmm. and just to stay open and, and curious and have fun, you know, and uh, it's, it's done a lot more than just, you know, good, good, great, amazing sex. You just said all the right things, woman. Uh, Yeah. Remain
3: open-minded, remain curious, have fun, be playful. And how much sex transforms you in every aspect
0: of life. And that's the truth. It does. People, it's so underrated. Mm -hmm. It's so underrated. (laughs) Don't know why. It's so
3: underrated. It's very powerful. Uh, It is
0: very powerful. Yeah. Okay. I
3: have a few questions. I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm like a, a little schoolgirl right now. So on your, on your list, you want it to squirt. Did you squirt? Yes. Isn't it fun?
0: Yeah. Yes. And you know what? That's a, another great story. Um, I, it's probably one of my most, one of my most memorable and favorite hookups. Um, Ooh. I had, um, met this guy and he was going to be my BDSM guy. Um, You know, I wanted to explore that. Uh, You know, I had some, I had a list of things that, you know, I wanted to experience under that genre. And, um, and he, you know, he had experience in that and he was the, I could tell he was the best fit. I mean, there's a lot of, I just want to give a little warning when people start exploring that area, there's a lot of ding dongs out there. There's a lot of people that see, they have misinformation. They see the stuff on porn or on, you know, in somebody's Twitter feed or Tumblr feed. It's not, it's not that kind of crap. You know, it's, it's very consensual. It's about, you know, it's about the ability of the two players involved there to negotiate and agree, you know, and there's, it's a power exchange. It's not a grab. So, um, so anyway, so I found, so he was, I was like, this guy's knows what he's doing and he's not a, he's not a douche. So, and he also said, I can make you squirt. So I'm like, great. You checked off a lot of boxes. I can get, I can scratch off a lot of things. With wow. you know? <laughs> and, um, and, and it was funny part was he was so confident about it. He's like, I just said, yeah, you know, I really, I want to, I want to learn how to do this. He's like, Oh, yeah, I I can do that. And I was like, What? What do you mean you can do that? Yeah, yeah, I I can do that. And I just thought, Oh, all right, buddy, I have been in this body for, you know, 40 years. Who are you? You know, I I was really kind of like in the back of my mind thinking, This guy, okay, what do you got? Let's see. And I'm not kidding you, Tara. There was not a dry spot on the bed the first time (laughs) we had sex. This guy rocked my world. And he was younger. And I was just like, how on earth, what are they teaching these kids? Like, (laughs) How does this guy, I'm literally, I'm like, how does this guy know my body better than I do? I, you know, I, I literally had to, it was like, some of the, it was, uh, goes down in history. Like one of, one of the most passionate, just hottest, raunchiest, craziest, freest sexual experiences I'd ever had. And I didn't even know how to process it. My brain was on overload. I was pulling, I mean, it went on for hours. And then at the end, you know, the, the bed was like, there was no dry spots. And I was just, and I was looking and, and uh, you know, and I go, okay, well, um, I'm going to go. And he's like, oh no, you can, you can stay. You can spend the night. I was like, no, 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 no. And I'm like pulling up my pants and my legs are literally still shaking from oh all the orgasms. God. And I'm just like, I, I had to get out of there and I couldn't wait to get in my car and just process, you know, cause I'm a thinker and I'm like, <laughs> he was totally in control. I wasn't in control. What just happened there? you know <laughs> Okay. Is he available? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, uh, um, he is he available i i that's the one person I said like I would not share him with. I oh. wouldn't give that up for anything, yeah, I know
3: uh, so uh wow, I have so many questions, but let's see, uh, first one was on squirting, and was this like at your apartment your at your home, at his home, at a hotel? like where did you do this? Did you put down like a little tarp before you do this or a towel? Yeah,
0: I should have well, no, so um we were at a hotel. So okay. the first time I, um, met with him, we were at a hotel, we went on to dinner, you know, and then we, um, we had talked a lot. I have, I sort of have a process that I do for like qualifying guys before i you know, I, I, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother deal. But, um, so he made it through the, the process and, uh, So I, you know, I knew, and we, you know, again, it was just being very upfront, like I'm on this journey. This is what I'm doing for a year. Do you want to be a part of it? Great. You know, and it's, it's a great conversation starter because guys are like, Oh yeah. You know, like they see somebody that's that's (laughs) positive and adventurous and, you know, you're not going to have any shortage of, of, uh, guys wanting to go along with that. So anyway, so we went and had dinner and then we went to the uh, hotel room and, um, uh, but I didn't, I mean, I, I didn't know how, I had no idea that he was going to be able to do this, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, I was just thinking like, okay, show me what you got. All right. And <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed that. Now, let's get into, I would say, the queen of podcast sex podcast, my new sex podcast BFF, Kathy K from Sex Stories. We've actually become pretty good friends. And we, I would say on average, we talk a couple times a week, just texting sometimes, sometimes we're phone calling, but I just, I love her. She's a smart businesswoman. Her show is wildly successful. She gets some amazing people on there just to tell their story and to talk about their adventures. And it, it's such a great outlet for people. I You guys got to check, you have to check it out. It's strictly anonymous with Kathy K, and again, you can find her anywhere you you get your sex podcasts or, or all your podcasts. Or rather, I shouldn't just say sex podcasts, but and she's a really good interviewer, so that's her thing. She loves doing it, and it shows. You know. <laughs> And again, we just had some great girl talk on this one. You know, we're warning, we're we're getting into all the ding dongs that are out there. You know, of course, we get into dick size that always has to come up, right? But I love it. You know, I'm consistent. I'm going to say the same thing about dick size that I do on my show. So you're going to hear the you hear the consistency there. And of course, she and I love to talk about anal because she likes anal. I like anal, so we always end up going there. But you know, I'm also giving my best advice in this episode about what you should never do in doggy and involving a woman's butt plug. (laughs) Don't do this. Do not make this mistake, guys. You will be crucified for it. All right. Well, here's this segment. And I do, again, hope you check out that full episode. This is with Kathy Kay's Strictly Anonymous. And this is her episode number 464. I want to caution people because when I was trying to find somebody to kind of lead me through this... Mm -hmm and help me explore safely and someone that had a lot of education in this area. um, You have to find somebody that really knows what the dominant submissive dynamics are about. And more importantly, what they're absolutely not about. Right. And what you'll, what you'll find is, you know, nine times out of 10, there's nine guys That are just complete idiots and don't know, really don't know what this is about. They, they, it's your typical porno, you know, who's your daddy and, (laughs) you know, Neil. And that is complete and utter bullshit. So I wanted to, there's a lot of misinformation about what this dynamic is all about. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not about that. So you need to find, and I bumped into a zillion ding-dongs and, you know, like if they automatically want you to call them sir and shit like that, that they haven't (laughs) earned that. That's not, you know, no. Um, (laughs) I remember, I remember one guy, you know, we were having sex and he, he starts in with, and he didn't even discuss this with me and he just starts in with the, you know, the who's your daddy and who owns this pussy and da 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 you know and I was like but daddy I'm like it kills the mood I'm like shut the fuck up I'm about ready to have an orgasm now you <laughs> fucked it up you, you know you're asking who my daddy is I'm looking over my shoulder like what is he here in the room like what it's not you jackass so what are we talking about here right and, and you know like, oh my gosh you're gonna yeah you'll, you you have there's a lot of ding dongs out there when it comes to the BDSM because guys just think it's you know, they think it's what they see in porn and that all women want this. And they, it's
2: just, it's not representational of what it's really all about. So I always try to put that out there. But that was on your list. Like that was something that you were curious about when you decided, when you start to think about what are the things that I want to do? What else was on your list? Squirting BDSF? Yep. I wanted to go to, um, sex parties. Okay.
3: Start exploring.
0: Yeah. And start exploring that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did. Uh, I also wanted to be with a black guy because I'd never been with a black guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and namely, I mean, I'll be real specific about that. A a black guy with a really big dick. That was (laughs) where I was drawn to that porno, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, branding, you know, sorry, I got sucked in, you know. like, Oh, what what does that feel like? You know, something that big in you. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. So I did all that. Um, yeah. I, you know, the sex parties were interesting. Um, how did you wait? Let's t- start. Let, Cause I want to, I want to get into all of this, but really quick, where were you sourcing these guys from? Were you going onto Craigslist? Were you on regular apps? Like how were you <laughs> finding these people? <laughs> uh, no,
0: I was not going
2: on Craigslist and I do not
0: recommend that. Yeah. Um, Uh, although maybe, you know, maybe that's, I I was probably just a step up from that. Um, (laughs) I, you know, it's just hookup apps. I mean, you know, just hookup apps and um, things like that now. And and it sounds, well, it sounds a little tawdry and and seedy. um, You know, it really is about the type of profile you put up and how you, and the pictures you put up. You know, I didn't put up any Hey, you know, pussy pics or, Hey, look up my cha-cha and take a look at my ovaries. you know, like, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a huge swing here on what you're going to find. And so I made sure that, you know, it was obvious kind of the type of person I was and what I was looking for. And I was very specific about it. And I said, I got a sex bucket list and, you know, I really want to find, um, some friends with benefits that you know emphasis on the friends part because if I don't like you and wouldn't hang out with you and don't want to do stuff with you outside of the bedroom it's not just about a hookup yeah because I want it to be ongoing and have fun and um anyway so uh yeah so I just you know I use these apps and then you know you have to for women, you know, I kind of I felt like I devised again, going back to the putting my business hat on, I, I had a system. I ran it like a system, you know, it was like <laughs> there's like an intake system, a qualification system, and then uh, oh, and then yeah. you decide whether or not they, you know, you're gonna move forward with them. And uh-huh. I just kept doing that, you know, like a wheel over and over. And and you know, you you can This is how I quote, unquote, source (laughs) fun, good guys to do stuff with.
2: Right. And now that black guy, did you have your black guy experience with the really big dick? And how was it? Yes, I did.
0: Um, And he's uh, a really, uh, oh, my gosh. Yes, he had a really big dick. (laughs) He really, really did. And um, (laughs) I mean, like blowjobs were difficult. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) You know, I mean, you're not, There's just, your mouth just doesn't stretch that wide, um, but without him getting teeth, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. You see it in the porn. I don't know how, I, I don't know how those women do it. You just do your best, I guess. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but yeah, no, I mean, there's a different type of sensation that you feel when you're completely filled. Mm-hmm. You know, circumference wise yeah. and length wise. A lot of guys are proud because they have a big, long dick. Uh, I, I don't really, the length for me, you know, we're, women are only so deep. So, you I know, know, I mean, as long as, right? I mean, there's a misconception there. Women are only so deep. But um, the girth part is where it's at because totally that just, that stretching and that feeling and that sensation, those are different kinds of orgasms that I'm having and I'm squirting more with a bigger dick. Mm -hmm. Right. That's not to say, you know, I can't, that I won't squirt with a, with a dick that's, that's not as girthy, but um, it's just, I don't know. Oh, it's, it's really good. Yeah. (laughs) It's really good. Now I'm not a size queen. I want to say this. I'm not a size queen. Never have been. Yeah. But I do, I can, and I can appreciate, different sizes and because really it is about how you use it I mean that's in my opinion the truth for me you know Mm I don't I don't go oh you're too small or that won't work or whatever It's about, you know it's like show me what you got what can you do with it but um but that but that that definitely that stretched stretched and just really tight snug fit you can only get from you know that the circumference aspect. And I mean, I love it when I'm like, Oh my God, like, will that fit? You know? And I'm, I feel like I have to do some deep breathing. I feel like I have
2: to do some deep breathing to really like brace myself. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Did you have more than that guy? Like after that guy, that one, because it was on your list, right? I want to have black guy with a really big dick. I mean, did you go back for more considering you really enjoyed it?
0: Yeah, I did. I mean, I, I, yes, I did. I want to say the thing though, that really made that work was it's not just, I mean, it wasn't just because he was black. Yeah. He, I liked him. You know what I yeah. mean? Like I have to like somebody. It's not, I love men. I'm attracted to men of all different ethnicities. Yeah. And, um, so, but obviously for that, that was, you know, it was a little bit more of like, a. uh. I guess, fetishizing it, you know, in the, in the beginning, for lack of a better word. And then after, you know, we, we saw each other for quite a while. I, um, you know, I it was more about, is this, do I like this guy? Is he somebody I'm attracted to? And so moving forward, yes, I have. I have um, dated other black guys or, you know, slept with other black guys, I guess I should say. And, and, and then, you know, and dated them. Right. Yeah. Um, But uh, it's about, it's about the person. I mean, I had one guy that, you know, was really turned me off and, um, you know, I only saw him about three times and I was just like, he's just, he's just got a douchey element to him, you know, like I don't want to, you know, so, so it didn't matter that his dick was big, you know, he wasn't, somebody that I felt I want it was interesting enough to keep hanging out with because I wouldn't even want to go like it was like I'd show up and I'd be like okay let's do this and and uh you know and he wasn't really paying attention and listening and I'd have to end up taking control in the bedroom because he was trying to do his dominant male thing which he hadn't earned that right yeah and he was overstepping and so then I had to tell him you know what Shut the fuck up, get that dick card. I'm gonna show you <laughs> how I wanna be fucked. Yeah, I maybe he did, yeah, you
2: became the Dom.
0: And I'm like and which which was kind of a little fun and playful at the time. Yeah. But you know what? That's that's fun. You know, I don't wanna have to be in that mode. Right. And then, you know, but then from there I realized, you know, he wasn't he just he took that as fun and we had a good time, but he wasn't it wasn't sinking in. So after that I was just like, you know, and he wouldn't he wasn't respectful, like Trying to, you know, pull my butt plug out and then stick his dick in my ass. No, you don't just pull a woman's butt plug out mid stroke and try to start fucking her in the ass. You, these are things you talk about up front.
2: Oh my gosh, hilarious.
0: All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening. Like I said, this is just a shout out to my sexy podcasting ladies. I hope that you will go and check out each one of these gals shows. They're amazing and their shows are great. Wonderful guests that they have on and uh, the knowledge, you know, Dr. Tara is a doctor. Kathy is just Sharp (laughs) is, she's just, she's from New Jersey. Okay, do I need to say anything more? And Wyo, you know, she's our California girl, so we got something for everybody in there. I hope that you'll support these podcasts just like you support mine. And I hope everybody stays happy, stay healthy, stay safe, get a lot of sex. If you don't have a regular partner, you should be masturbating. Let's have a great week. And don't forget to check out my episode this coming Saturday with Maitland Ward. All right, you guys, you know what you can always do? Leave me a voicemail. Go to thecuriousworlddiaries.com, click on the pink tab on the right-hand side, let it rip. You got five minutes. I love to hear what you have to say. And I always respond to everybody personally. Okay. Take care, guys. Love you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media.